the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Sean Azaro, and you are listening to Reaching for Real Life. Sean Azaro. Sean, he is risen. He is risen indeed. It's Easter week, Baron, and we are fired up. As we should be. And it's also, as we're recording this, it's also Passover Eve. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Well, I know because I had an amazing interview with our guest. (laughs) The Passover Seders? I have. Where? When? Uh, uh, at River it? City. We hosted one. Oh, we really? One. Yeah, we had someone connected with our fellowship who did a wonderful job just walking people through. And it was so cool because they explained what Jerusalem kind of, it was a beautiful, beautiful time. Have you seen the, the, all the connections for Christ in that ceremony that just, in my mind, yeah. go, how do you not make the connection? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, for me, you know, Jesus made the connection. Correct. <laughs> in the Last Supper, he, he, he this is my body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is This cup is a new covenant in my blood. We're going to host bringing people oh, yeah. and groups to Israel. We've been multiple times with Reuben. And in 2024, we're taking, I know, we're just in-house at River City. Yeah. And it, we, we had over, what we didn't, we didn't really know, I mean, how hungry people were. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the past, we've had trips have been great, but this, the, it filled up and we had, you have a deposit, you know, the trips are about $4,000 mm-hmm. depending on airfare. That's the ballpark, right? $400 deposit to hold your spot. I, I made it available at an info meeting. They filled it up instantly. Yeah. So all these people. <laughs> so we, what we did, we set up a second trip. We're going to go in November, November 6th through 16. We've already got people signed up for that, but we still have plenty of spaces. Again, the trip's going to be, uh, depending on airfare, a $400 deposit will reserve your spot. You go to reallife.org slash Israel to make that deposit, and you can go with us. Lori and I love taking mm-hmm. people over. Uh, Reuven, we're, we're, I'm going to do an interview with him here in just a moment. You're going to want to listen to this because he will, will make you want to go time reading the word. Going to Israel makes the whole thing come to life. It really yeah. does. Yeah. When you walk on the ground and you experience those places that you've read about, you've heard sermons about, you've prayed over, um, it's a game changer, Baron. Mm. <laughs> that's how you did it. Exactly. You were so nervous. You, get, get that. you don't have to get on your knee in front of me while you're exactly. doing this. Just talk it about brings it. it. Really, it brings it all back there. I got to propose to my wife there in Jerusalem, overlooking the old city, uh, with, and Ruben was right there with me. Oh my yeah, god, a lot cooler when he did it. Uh, but man, again, to your point, you've been there. You've, what was your place where you kind of maybe had a God moment of I'm here? Oh man. Something about being on the shore of the Sea of Galilee. Yeah. And I just, I read through with our group, the Sermon on the Mount, mm. just the Beatitudes, just the Beatitudes. And I, it's teaching, but really for me, it's l- opening the text and envisioning Jesus. Mm-hmm. You know, it's sharing the words of Jesus, the one who was there, the mm. one who spoke these words. And that, that was one moment that when we were out on the Sea of Galilee, incredible moment. Some of the, it's just, there's so many. Yeah. Uh, it's it's an amazing experience. Um, as we're getting ready to celebrate Easter here, Easter in the amphitheater is this weekend, uh, 10 o'clock. It's mm. going to be an incredible celebration, huge egg hunt for kids after the service. It is just a, a truly 
blessed time. And it's for the whole community. So we want to invite you all to come out. That's Easter at the Amphitheater uh, here at River City on Lookout Road across from it. Come on out. It's for the whole community. You don't want to miss this. Excellent. Well, with that, Pastor Sean, uh, please introduce Reuben Duran. I think I just, just did. did. <laughs> Here's an interview with Reuben Duran. Enjoy it. It's going to be a blessing. He's a blessing. Well, I'm here with Ruben Doran uh, from Times. He's been here to visit us in San Antonio. Ruben, thank you for being with us today. A joy to be with you, Sean. God bless you, and greetings from Jerusalem. Oh, man, we appreciate it. God, every time you're on, I just love I love your voice. I love your approach. I love the just the life that you bring to any conversation we have about this place that we care so much about called Israel. Well, I think this is their lives. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, before we get, you know, we're going to be coming to visit with you, and I want to talk a little in the news, this right. turmoil and upheaval because of Netanyahu's proposed judicial overhaul. Um, right. What can you, I mean, that's as close as Israel gets to a constitutional crisis, right? You don't have a written constitution like we have, but Precisely. it is unprecedented, right? It is really unprecedented. You're absolutely right, Sean. And I'll tell you, um, you really said it, you nailed it already. The bottom line of this is really pretty recent. I mean, there, there, there were talks and whispers along those lines for years, but only this last government coalition in the last three months under mm-hmm. Benjamin Netanyahu's leadership has had enough of a majority within our parliament to really push for this judicial overhaul. And what it is goes down to the bottom line of what you mentioned. We do in Senate the way you would have in the States. So right. these, these kind of checks and balances systems, we don't have it in place. The only thing we have in Israel that can curtail and check governmental policies and, and lawmaking activity is our Supreme Court. Right. On time that Israel was pretty much led, uh, even, even during the years that we have had oftentimes. Mm-hmm. And finally, where there's a strong right-wing, some would say kind of radical right-wing coalition ruling, they're trying to make a very sharp correction to the right which throws everybody else in Israel into a tizzy because it's too much too soon. And that's what you see on the television screens. Now, one thing concerning media, and you know that, Sean, don't be overly concerned by, you know, what appears to be on the screens, but it is definitely a child who never were able to put together a constitution. Yeah. Now, now, what's the mood on the ground? You, and I, I agree with you. We always have to watch media. Media, again, bad news sells, right? The, yeah. Everybody being happy and getting along is not a big, good headline, right? Uh, no, so bad, news, bad news sells. Uh, but what's the actual mood of regular people? Definitely sensing that this is a, this is a stressor on the, uh, on the social fabric, the cultural fabric of Israel that we have not sensed ever, probably, right. because uh, we're right. And, uh, and it really does kind of boil down to the bottom line of the identity of Israel, what would it be? What, are we going to leaning uh, state, or are we going to maintain our Israeli more liberal, uh, economically viable, stronger nation? That really is kind of where the thing is laying. Because if this right wing government is going to be able to push through this, uh, you know, reformation as they call it to be, uh, both on judicial and on other wing leaning nation with a lot more power and influence to Jewish Orthodox, you know, less than 20% right. of Israel would be, you know that, would be considered Orthodox practicing Jews. And yet they have gained such an unpro- disproportional power politically because Benjamin Netanyahu's government is leaning on these Jewish. It's very secular, very, you know, you've been to Israel, you've seen the mood in the streets. It's, 
it's 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 like uh, it's like another state in the United States. Right, only, very much so. Only only with kosher food, <laughs> <laughs> with kosher hamburgers, <laughs> and so a lot of the stress and the demonstrations and the pressure. Right. We pray, we pray it will it will resolve the parts as you know, speaking to one another as children of God, as intercessors. What we are going through right now, in a sense, is uh, part of the birth pains. The mm-hmm. nation is going through serious, deep, heartfelt upheaval. And the Lord is producing for the community of faith. We are growing uh, all the time. The harvest is upon us. People are coming to faith. People are turning to the Lord. And that's what he promised. That yeah. during times of uncertainty and upheaval, he will make all things that can be shaken will be shaken. Powerful, Reuven. That, you know, and that's where you always end up. You always come back to that place because you have around the world coming and understanding the birthplace of our faith, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've always enjoyed and appreciated that about you. You know, we met on in connection to one of these trips to Israel and have maintained a friendship ever since. We, we're in full. Okay, we can't take any more on that one. But because of that, we're doing a second one in November, November 6th through 16th. And sign up for that. Why are you so passionate about bringing Christians from around the world into Israel? What drives you in that? Well, one of our marketing, you know, lines, which which uh, which sounds great. Um, but, and you and I know how true it is. Right. Nowhere else in the world. You know, we can take folks to the Alps and we can take folks on an Alaskan cruise and you can see the wonders of the world. God floor in Magdala, in the Galilee, where Jesus stood 2,000 years ago so and delivered the messages, which we right. are recorded for us in the Gospels. Nowhere else but in Israel can he stand upon, you know, the shores of the Sea of Galilee and here you know, turning her into his foremost disciple. And so... This will never be taken away from God's people. I believe that one of the reasons God brought my people, Sean, from Russia, he walked for one year to make it to the promised land. Mm. And I think one of the reasons that God brought about this great restoration of the people of Israel to the, to the faithfulness and the credibility and the authority of God's word, that he can raise the dead, even a right. dead nation, and bring us back to life. So when you bring our friends to Israel, when you're coming to join us again, and, and we are hosting folks all the time, you, uh, it seems like after the COVID shenanigans blew off, um, everybody's been standing in. And I believe it is exactly that sense in the hearts of God's people who want to touch base, who wants to touch the miracle and, and, and see with their own eyes and touch with their own hands the restoration, the resurrection of the dead bones coming back to life. And let me just say, if you're listening to this on the radio or you listen to our podcast, he's not exaggerating. It does come to life. It is different. When you when you are there, when you're on the Sea of Galilee, Reuben, on a boat, which you guys always yes. take us out, you know, yes. uh, one of my favorites, okay? It is uh, one of my favorites. The stories in Scripture, Jesus calming the sea, Jesus walking on the water. You're not exaggerating. I, I guess that God made us that way, right? We're visual, we're tactile, we want to touch it, we want to see it, and we get to do that. What if okay, just letting people know again, our trip's going to be November 6th through 16th, and we're gonna it's going to be an awesome time. Uh, what are some of the favorite sites that you like to take? You're in Israel, you gotta see these personally. I I would always take my friends to Gethsemane, and mm. you've been there with yes. me. You know, it is we know the site is authentic. This is Burns, we we cannot quite nail the spot. The Garden of Gethsemane, which in the Hebrew, as you remember, Sean, it is gut. Shmanei, the two Hebrew words, the, the garden of the oil. There, there's an olive grove 
uh, growing right there on the slopes of the Mount of Olives, and there was an oil press, and they were actually pressing the the the, the olives and producing olive oil. Was going there frequently, um, getting out of the city to catch a time, you know, his quiet times of prayer. Right. And that Garden of Gethsemane on the western slopes of the of the Mount of Olives is the authentic, preserved world around. And the place preserves that magic. You walk in there, whether 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 who has the key to the little iron gate that can walk us into the private garden, and you just sit quietly under those ancient olive trees. Now, experts tell us that these olive trees are about eight to nine hundred years old. So these were not the trees. Was also studied those trees, and they are pretty sure that they are the the babies of the trees that stood there. 2,000 years ago that heard the very agonized of my will, your will be done. So the Garden of Gethsemane is, is, is one of Masada. You remember Masada down yes, by, the, yes. by the Dead Sea? Yes. It is not a biblical site as in a major miracle that occurred, other than it is the epic story of the survival of Israel and the, and the keeping power of God working. And Masada are epic sites that I would always send my friends and we love the Galilee. You mentioned it, sailing across the Sea of Galilee. Right. It's like a, an otherworldly experience. And, um, I want to honor your time. I've just We've just got a few more minutes with you. Um, do me a favor. It's full. Uh, November 6th or 16th, uh, the trip cost is around $4,000, depending on our what our airfare. But um, if you go to real, do me a favor. Just talk to people about why this is something they should do. Why should they make that investment and kind of, if you would, just in your words, invite our listeners to come with us and to, to be in Israel with you. Uh, we've got a wonderful guide, Elon, that we just love. Uh, why this is something they should do. Absolutely. I, I would love to do that, Sean. And I appreciate the opportunity because for us to host God's people in Israel, it's a personal privilege in our hands. The Messianic believing community in Israel, your brothers and sisters, we, we are here in Israel in a sense, uh, keeping the home fires burning uh, as a place that the church international can come and touch base, can come and touch, you know, on Mount Zion and in Jerusalem and in, and in the Western, by the Western Wall. It is a unique opportunity uh, to strengthen your faith, but also to fuel the revival years ago, that first outpouring of the Spirit, a mile from where I'm sitting here. Mm. And the Lord told the leaders of the Jewish community at the time when he walked among us in the flesh, he told them, you will not see me again until you say, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So we know uh, there's a personal canter where it started in Jerusalem, the final revival, the final harvest, and then the Lord shall return. So every spirit-led, every Bible-loving praying Christians receive you in the land because you bring faith, you bring prayer, you bring love, you bring the both you and I. And when those little tykes come in through the door, there's a whole different quality of life that yes. enters into, into our soul. And that's how we feel when you land in Israel and you get up and we start the experience together. It is the connection Paul, the apostle, called it the one new man, Jew yeah. and Gentile together in one spirit before our Father. And together we can Hasten the coming of the day of the Lord. Mm, that's a compelling picture. The Lord bless you. And listen, hey, tomorrow is Passover. So we send you uh, greetings on the Passover and Easter season. May the Lord shine upon you and through challenging times. It is a good time for the children of God.
Well, and God bless you, my friend. Thank you again for being with us. Our pleasure. God bless. Shalom, shalom. So, Sean, tell me one more time what the dates are. The dates of the trip that are open still are November 6th through 16th. Stations, meals, uh, you know, all your transportation, everything while you're on the ground. I mean, you want spending money. I think we, we I don't think our price includes lunch, but we have such big breakfasts and dinners. It's kind of <laughs> like you want to do something light for lunch. We literally say it. We can say it literally this time, this, you know, next year in Jerusalem. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, Pastor Sean, people, when you tell people you're going to Israel, they go, oh, is it safe? Did you ever feel not safe? No. No, uh, they, they're obviously, right. they're the worst. They don't want any incidents. That's the last thing they want. So if there were, I mean, in the past when there have been high alerts or high risk, they'll sometimes postpone trips and things like that. So they'll, they'll communicate with us in regards to their security. And as Ruben said, what we see on the news is one thing. What's actually happened. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, that's a big part of their economic engine, you know. Yeah. All right. Last time, Pastor Sean, again, happy Easter. Uh, Thank you, Baron. Uh, Happy Easter to you. And I I just hope all of you experience the Lord's presence in a very powerful and unique way this Easter season. Resurrect all the world. It is what our faith hinges on, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And as we say. Hey, great to see you too. Happy Passover. Okay, how do you say happy Passover in Hebrew? Pesach Samer. Exactly. This is Pastor Sean Azaro, and I'd like to invite you to a huge Easter celebration at the Real Life Amphitheater. We're calling it Easter at the Operation, led by the River City Worship Band. I'll be sharing a timely message of resurrection hope from the scriptures. And after the service, there'll be a massive egg hunt for all the kids on the amphitheater hill. We all know in a church, this is the perfect opportunity to invite them to join you at this community event. The event will begin at 10 a.m. on Easter morning, April 9th, at the Real Life Amphitheater, which is located on Lookout Road, right across from Rotama Park. Spanish translation will be provided by our Spanish and I'll look forward to seeing you at Easter in the Amphitheater. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.